0: Welcome to the soccer podcast, where we talk soccer in Delaware, soccer in the rest of the world, and everything in between. My name is Sebastian, and this week I'm joined here by Duane,
1: and we've got Soccer Dan 302 with us in the building.
0: Soccer Dan is back. Soccer Dan, how are you? I'm. I've been better,
2: but I've been worse. So doing well. Glad but you're to be on the back. podcast. You're on the podcast, though, so that's that's already better. I am on the podcast, and it's it's nice to be back. Yes.
0: It's been a, it's been a couple of weeks of uh, of hiatus of you being back in your teaching job um so it's good to have you back and thank you so what's been going on well that's what we're going to talk about so we started a little bit of our winter training uh down at Kent County on the turf field down there uh but I feel like things have changed even in, since Duane and I sp- spoke last night at the field uh, so we are, there is a, there's been a stay at home advisory that's been put in place starting December 14th. That would mean that we wouldn't be allowed to play any games until January 11th, which doesn't really affect us a ton considering we didn't have any plan, any games planned from those two weeks or those three weeks anyways. Um, but we have seen but, but we have seen that uh, our our guidelines in general, a little bit, we're, we're enforcing those. We're being a little more strict when it comes to that, uh, which I think the players understood. So that's been good. That's been helpful. So we're trying to just keep everybody safe uh, for these next couple of weeks until we're off for holiday breaks.
1: Yeah, just trying to be safe and responsible. Like still trying to deliver. You know, the game of soccer, training, trying to keep things close to normal, just stricter. I wouldn't say more responsible, but just being mindful of the outside influences that come in, like pretty much just working around those barriers, I guess you could say.
0: Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and well, that's then- a tremendous point. I mean when I,
2: You know, just looking at my own circumstances, you know, it's been... It's been great how well we've been able to prevent or um, at least assumably prevent community spread with our practices, like with the practices we've followed um, based on the governor's guidelines and, you know, submitting the the proper plans to DPH. um, You know, and when you consider what's happening with the numbers and we've been able to train All these months, with I I I believe it's extremely few cases.
0: Yeah, it's been less than ten.
2: You know, um, and none have been um, like traced back to a training program. Um, You know, that's I think that's pretty that's pretty awesome. You know, and that's that goes for the club side and also. You know, I believe on the high school side of of Delaware sports. Yeah. At least for the the most part.
0: Speaking of high school sports, we want to wish a big congratulations to all the Delaware Union players playing in the uh, local high schools that are in the tournament. So we want to wish a big congratulations to all the players that are playing at Apo, Middletown, MOT Charter, who got their first tournament win. And I moved on to the second round, uh, St. George's as well. Uh, Smyrna, S- Smyrna, Smyrna high school, um, that, and we have coaches and in those schools as well, which is extremely important. So, uh, you know, coach Josh and coach Anthony are at Middletown and, uh, Smyrna. So we want to wish them a big congratulations as they move on. Um, we talked to Derrickson last week on the podcast, and he mentioned that he feels like Sally's is probably the front runner for the division one championship. Um with you know Apo probably being the second favorite there or possible possible final, maybe not. Yeah, Coach Katz, Coach Cats, with the one down result against Coach, Apo. Coach Katz uh, is gonna pull it through. He's gonna pull it through.
1: I think he's gonna park the bus, make it extremely difficult, find a goal.
2: I mean, these are some significant predictions. That's—I have to stay tuned to see what
0: happens. I'm—I—I—I I, I no longer make predictions because uh, based on our MLS predictions, we are apparently not very good at this. Um, St. George's—I
1: mean—I think they have a trap game. I don't know why they're playing at 10 a.m. That's a, tra- and they got to travel. It's a trap game right there.
0: Yeah, yeah. They play CR. So Sally's plays Cape, Milford plays Middletown, and then Apple plays Smyrna. And then on the Division Two side, uh, we do have some players at Caravel, which is uh, which is good. Um, so they're they're going to be playing Sussex Academy. And then Indian River is going to be playing St. Marks. New York Charter is going to be playing Archmere, and then Brandywine is going to be playing MOT Charter. That pulled off a big upset against Wilmington, friends. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So all this is happening starting tomorrow. So by the time we get to Next week's podcast, we're looking at who's already in the final, which is kind of cool. That's kind of exciting. I'm looking forward to that part of it. But
1: we already know who's going to the
0: final. MOT Charter.
1: The boys are red and white from Smyrna.
0: Let's go. And and red and white from MOT Charter. There you go. I don't cheer for many, many red and white teams, but I guess that's that's one of them. I'll tell you a couple colors I don't cheer for. But... <laughs> All right. So uh, we're going to be moving on. To the U.S. Women's National Team. So the U.S. Women's National Team played last week on Friday, right after we finished recording the podcast, uh, played against the Netherlands, uh, won 2-0. And I thought they looked really good. It it seemed like a good performance. Um, Obviously, getting the option or getting the ability to see some different players that haven't played a ton um, or haven't played in a while. You know, Kristen Press getting a lot more minutes. Lynn Williams getting a lot more minutes. Uh, it's good. Like is That comes out
1: of the out of nowhere from like the past like six years,
0: right? Christy is Yeah, Sam Mewis's sister. sister uh, comes in, scores a goal. Um, so it's a good way to end 2020 for the U.S. Women's National Team. We didn't uh, get to see who we wanted to see because I guess those players got cut from the list of 23. Uh so no, the call the college player the college players got cut from the pl- list of 20, I, I thought the years. one girl from Florida State got in. Uh she might have, but uh Macario did not get in. Hey, I was I was upset about that. Uh, predi- stop making predictions. I know, I know. I was so excited for Macario. Macario did not get in, was not even did not even dress. Um it wasn't even allowed in the stadium. <laughs> They told her they, they told her they only had we're only allowed one fan per player, and uh, she wasn't one of them. She wasn't a
1: fan or a player,
0: yeah. There you go.
1: No, well, all jokes aside, we hope to see her in the team soon. Now, she we do, I do,
0: I hope, I hope so. I mean, she's she's got, I think, one more year at Stanford, so I think, um, it, it'll be really good to see what her progression is this season and then what she can p- potentially do when she decides to play somewhere else um you know whether it's the nwsl or she goes overseas and, and tries tries her luck there so um so we're i'm looking forward to now seeing what the u.s women's national team does next year considering this is a one-off game that was just really there it's just let's just get together really quick yeah like, it was basically a pickup game yeah. uh <laughs> it was the professional way of saying we're gonna do a pickup game we're gonna do a scrimmage
1: Update your team snap Let's see who's available.
0: <laughs> who's let's... available? Who's in? Um, Sam, <laughs> so we'll we'll see what, what 2021 brings uh, for this U.S. Women's National Team that, you know, now gets ready for the Olympics. And now you have the
1: men's national team sneaking in a friendly, right? Yeah, who's, who's
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was definitely more of a team snap event more than anything else. Um, so we'll, we're going to dive into the, the men's national team camp and their uh, preview against El Salvador. We'll dive into that next week on the podcast. Uh, so stay tuned for that as after this weekend, after the next round of the MLS games, um, some new players were possibly going to be called up to the team, possibly depending on who got knocked out, who's still in. Uh, so if you're in the camp
1: now, you need to perform. Cause if you're not performing, they're going to get a guy that just got knocked out the playoffs and bring him in.
0: Yeah. I mean, And if you look at it, you got you got players. I mean, FC Dallas just got knocked out by Seattle. Uh, Sporting Kansas City got knocked out. Nashville got knocked out and Orlando City got knocked out. So there are definitely possibilities and options available for you. You Might
1: have two games on the same day. Two different groups of 22.
0: Do they bring 23 players and do a uh, good old top 11? (laughs) Does that mean Brandon Aronson could play? Brendan he's Anderson is going to be, yeah, he's on the roster. He's in. Yes. Yeah. And so is Mark McKenzie. Oh, that's great. So I guess, yeah, Brendan doesn't have to go to Austria right away, I guess. You can't go until January. oh uh, That's right. Yeah. He's not technically transferred. Still, into he's still a union
1: player for a couple more days.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So now, uh, Sunday and Monday, uh, the conference finals uh, for the MLS cup, So you got Columbus against New England, which is an interesting match. Um, You know, Bruce Arena pulling off the two big, I mean, the biggest upset, obviously, against the Union and a very good match against uh, Orlando now faces Columbus, um, who I think potentially could be a really good matchup and I think could be a fun game to watch. Um, Although I think the best game to watch, it's going to be the Seattle-Minnesota game.
1: Oh, yeah. That's the game I'm excited to watch.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, also, Minnesota has a target on their chest. <laughs> well, They're hitting the target. Let's put it like that.
0: So if anybody if anybody had on the soccer podcast bingo, had uh, the Minnesota target on the chest joke used three times in less than uh, 50 episodes, you won. Because Dan has now used it twice, and Dwayne used it once before, too. <laughs> so he stole your joke, Dan. <laughs> he
2: stole your joke. Um well at least at least everybody's picking up on it now.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're we're on it. <laughs> he is a trendsetter. Um all right. So one last thing before we get to a game. We are bringing in the second game we've ever had on the the soccer podcast. Uh this time it's not Dwayne playing against himself. Um because he lost last time, um, but this time it's Dan against Dwayne. But before we get to that, Champions League and Europa League. All right, so Champions League in what's now become probably the most watched group in the Champions League ever. Group B, Shakhtar, Real Madrid, Inter, and Borussia Mönchengladbach. Uh, which I mispronounce that name all the time, but Rüştü <laughs> Uh Real Madrid and Inter are third and fourth. Yeah, Shakhtar came to play. Um, it yeah. is by far the tightest group, and I've looked at this. It is the tightest group in both Champions League and Europa League.
1: Yeah, the other groups are like people are clinching in like the fourth game.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you look at the if you look at the Barcelona juve game. You got Barcelona with 15 points. Juve with 12. Dinamo Kiev won. And uh, Fern yeah, it was it won. From Hungary. That one. And they tied against each other. <laughs> yeah. And the
1: thing is, like, we were, like, a couple weeks ago, we're like, oh, Ronaldo versus Messi. But I think Ronaldo was out because of COVID. Probably yeah. will not even see that matchup now, right? Like, Yeah. They'll probably just be resting players with the youth players, younger players coming and play. Ricky Pooch. Ricky Pooch might get the start.
0: Yes, Ricky Pooch. Uh group group H the PSG, Manchester United and Leipzig in the Istanbul game, the Istanbul uh group is a is a good group as well because PSG, United and Leipzig are all tied with 9 points.
1: PSG is going to Europa League.
0: Potentially Neymar and Mbappe <laughs> play for the Europa League.
1: They could probably win the Europa League with those two
0: players against the 11 I mean, potentially. Um, but they go to the
1: Europa League, both those players leave.
0: Yeah, <laughs> before the Europa League starts.
1: Yeah, they... they <laughs> before
0: the different knockout different. stages of it. Yeah, they're out. Yeah. Um, obviously, we knew Chelsea and Sevilla were pretty much locked in already. Uh, Dortmund and Lazio not fully locked in yet. That all depends on Bruges, uh, who could sneak in there. Ethan Horvath. The Liverpool, Atalanta, and Ajax, also a pretty tight group of three. Um, obviously, Liverpool's already clinched it, they're in no matter what. But Atalanta and, you, and Ajax are, are kind of fighting for, for a spot. Uh, City and Porto are already in. Um, and then the Bayern, Atletico Madrid, Salzburg, and Locomotive group, it's an interesting group because. Salzburg because Bayern is locked in, Bayern is in no no matter what. The problem is is that there's only a 3 point difference between the other three the other three the other three teams. So potentially considering Atletico Madrid uh goes into the next game having to play uh against Salzburg which becomes really interesting because Bayern probably doesn't play their top group right against locomotive. Now at the same time, Bayern has tied their first game in what the champions League going to have. Yeah. Cause they won all their games last year.
2: Well, they won 14
0: straight. Yeah. Yeah. They tied and they tied against Atletico Madrid. Starting. So now do you want to go tie back to back or do you go back to your winning ways and not risk the idea of losing? I think um,
1: you, I think like and I'm probably on the Jurgen Klopp train here is that you probably rest. It, just too, like if it like yeah, you want your players to be informed, but it's just there's just too many games and too many competitions. I know the German league has like a break, a winter break, but there's just so much going on. Like I say you just rest your players.
0: Well actually it wouldn't matter though. Locomotive has no chance of being able to get in because Atletico Madrid and Salzburg have to have to play each other. So somebody – but potentially Salzburg could get into a Europa League spot – or sorry, Lokomotiv could get into a Europa League spot if they win their game. How bad do
2: you think Bayern's quote-unquote second team is? They tied Atletico – they just tied Atletico, right? Yeah. I mean, their second team is –
0: Still pretty good? Pretty good. Yeah, I don't – I mean, I don't deny it. Um – but you're still, you still have to play. The, I mean, again, I mean, you're still playing the game. You're still trying to figure out. So I was thinking about this yesterday.
2: If you are a a player in the quote-unquote second team mm-hmm. and, and the coach puts you in and says, all right, listen, we're not going to run our, our big horses. You guys are going to get your chance. Doesn't that make it even more dangerous? Because now the second team guys are like, look, I want to, I gotta prove that I deserve to be in the first group. So I mean, if you go into it thinking, oh, we're just playing their second team, I would think that that's a that's an uppercut because those guys are coming at you probably harder than the first team that might be a little tired.
0: What do you guys I, think about that? I mean, I, your, think I think that's, that's what Real Madrid, Madrid Sebastian. I think Real Madrid should probably play their second team because clearly their first team isn't cutting it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good problem to have, though. Yeah.
1: Like, especially, like, especially, like, at this time, like, where you can make the five changes, like, it's a good problem to have to have more guys able to play because you're going to have a lot of guys that are getting hurt, we can see that there's guys already getting hurt because there's so many games that, you know, having these younger guys that are getting this Champions League experience a little bit earlier and a little bit more than they would in a normal year, I think it helps your team out in the long run.
2: I mean, think about it. If you're a a young American leaving the MLS, your first experience with your new club could potentially be in Champions League. Potent- yeah. You're sitting at home on the couch watching this right now. Like Brendan Nerenson, he- right? He potentially. Well, I wasn't going to say a name, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, seriously. Like, you're at schools home schools, watching it. Mark McKenzie, could be, who knows? Yeah, they
1: potentially plays in the Champions League this year. Like
2: they could literally be sitting at home watching these games today, and the next month, sitting in that stadium.
1: Oh, uh, Brendan Aronson ain't sitting in that stadium. Who gonna be sitting on the
0: field? Well, that's the question, though, right? So, if you're Brendan Aronson, do you think? from a the, your ability to get minutes right is it do, do you have a better chance of getting minutes in the Champions League knockout round or the Europa League champion knockout round
2: listen I, if I was him I'd be hoping that they they still make the Champions League because that would' we'll worry about Europa League next year yeah but if you can if you're able to just show up and you go right into it you know, I don't know if he's allowed to. I don't have any idea what he the is. rules
0: are. He is. He is. Yeah, because
2: so, Erling Holland got to play for Dortmund last year. He
1: got, oh. he got over from, well, no, yeah, he was yeah. Leipzig, right? He Salzburg. He's uh, at Salzburg.
2: He was at one of the football clubs. Salzburg. Salzburg. I mean, that's, that's pretty, that's, yeah, that'd be pretty exciting. So, and I mean, listen, yeah. while we're on it, I mean, I think the Americans that are playing in there right now seem to be doing, pretty well, too. Our youngins that are there. Had seven this week. Yeah. I mean, that's... like Chris that's, Richards got in. Chris Conrad. Richards got
0: in, yeah. Conrad got in. Hey, get that for me, will you? <laughs> yeah, Conrad definitely got in um, in a game that was somewhat very, well, extremely one-sided. Um, well,
1: best of your continue in the team, right?
0: Yeah, luckily, Ricky Pooch is able to get in. Dembele gets in and actually performs extremely well. Boy, did you see what he was wearing on his arm? Yeah. Uh, Griezmann, Griezmann gets in and sc- scores a really nice goal. Um, then Ricky Pooch looks for Dembele to score and to get the assist. And Dembele goes, no, 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 never mind. You get it. And then messes up the play uh very upsetting i texted duane and i was i was very upset cuz ricky puchko got an assist and that would have put elevated him right oh yeah absolutely you definitely get more points i mean in fifa your rated in fifa your match rating goes up if you get an assist you get i'm
1: just talking about higher at the pecking order right
0: that's so what i'm saying cool. though yeah 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 absolutely listen you don't see uh who's he fighting a spot with um well he's so fighting
2: my assessment is I've, that ricky ricky Puch would rather raise his FIFA scores or points or whatever it is you get, then actually score a Champions League goal. I like the way you guys think. <laughs> no, I'm just saying he gave the assist and then Billy gave it back to him. He looks like he's like 13. So he probably is thinking about his FIFA. Winning.
0: Well, there was, a, there was a rumor that or, or some information that apparently Leeds wants him. Can they bring a a
2: 14-year-old kid in? (laughs) He's not 14. What do you do?
0: The U.S. did it. (laughs) He's not 14. The U.S. Uh, started the shred, right? He's not 14. (laughs) He's like 19 or 20. He's he's good. He's fine. Uh, He's got a boot. Hey, listen. Ricky Pooch can play in any club on any country. He's fine. He's good. I mean, if you can play in Barcelona, yeah, you can play anywhere. He doesn't have to wait at the school bus stop to get picked up to go to the academy? <laughs> no. He's not carpooling. He's not updating Team Snap. He's good. He's fine. Messi, Messi has to
1: pick him up before he <laughs> Messi is.
0: has to pick him up because he can't drive. Oh, that'd be great. So we're going to do our second ever game on the Soccer Podcast, which is our MLS trivia game. So I have 10 questions plus a bonus question just in case we have a tie. So it's 10 questions. Each of you will get Uh, five of them. If the one person doesn't get it right, then the other person has an opportunity to steal. So uh, I'm going to let Dan figure out if he wants to go first or second. So PK shootout style, do you want to, do you want to go first or second? What am I doing? You're picking whether you want to get the first question or do you want to get the second question?
2: Uh, I'll take um, the first question. Go ahead.
0: All right. The first one's actually pretty easy. So there you go. What is the name of the Philadelphia Union's primary supporters club? Sons of Ben. Good job, Mr. Dan. All right, that's
2: it. I'm done, right? Just no, like, no, no, no. Right? The bus. One, one and
0: done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <in> the bus. <laughs> All right. Um, Dwayne, Eddie Pope of Rialto Lake. Was a first team NCAA All American at which ACC school? Maryland. Uh, Dan, would you like to steal? UNC. Good job, Dan. I guess Maryland. Dwayne's du- has- a little young to know that. Uh,
1: you figured he would. He played in like hmm. what, the 2002 World Cup? Hmm. I guess Maryland hasn't been in the ACC that long either.
0: I mean, he was, he was, he, that was back in 94 when he was named an All American. So
2: they were in the ACC for a while before they went to the, the what, Big Ten, Maryland. Yeah. You right. know they're not in the ACC anymore, right? Yeah. Well, that's oh. what <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. like he was like, all American before I was even born. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Maybe that's why I remember him.
0: There you go. All right, Dan, this one's for you. The former team captain of the American World Cup teams in 2002 and 2006, Claudio Reyna of the New York Red Bulls, attended which college?
2: I actually saw him play for University of Virginia.
0: Oh, look at that! <laughs> we
2: we were Tana's at Rutgers, killing it. Rutgers Stadium watching them play.
0: Now, for a for a bonus again,
2: an old person
0: for a bonus non-point uh, question. Who was the coach of that Virginia team? Bruce Arena. Oh, there you go. Saw him coach. Yeah, there you go. You don't get a point for that, but it's just fun knowledge. All right. Question number four to Dwayne. Subaru Park, come of the Philadelphia Union, has one of the most breathtaking views of any professional sports stadium due in large part to the bridge that overlooks the stadium. What is the name of this bridge? Oh, uh, nope. Crickets. Dan, would you like to steal? It's not the talent energy bridge.
2: <laughs> it's not the
0: talent. No, energy it's bridge.
2: not. It is the Commodore Barry.
0: Oh, Dan on a roll. Dwayne, if you don't get the, that you're, you're, this I'll is think of
1: myself a whole lot.
0: Yeah. Know. You're not getting out of this one. Not allowed to go to Jersey. All right. Um, Dan, question number five is for you. The Los Angeles Galaxy had what nutritional product company as their sponsor in 2008? Herbalife. There you go. Good. <laughs> <Man>, number one, <laughs> uh, easy question. Uh, this, yeah, I feel like, yeah, that's probably, yeah. All right, here we go, Dwayne. Which MLS team was the first to do the double, meaning winning the uh, U.S. Open Cup and the MLS Cup in the same year?
1: D.C. United.
0: Good job, and There you go. Dwayne was was Eddie Pope on that team. Dwayne is on the board. This is in 1996, so he might have been. All right, Dan, here we go. The Philadelphia Union supporters have a tradition to stop what they're doing, raise their scarves, and sing their good luck song, the four-leaf clover, at every home game. When do they do this? The seventh inning stretch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh do you, do you want to do you want to pass to Dwayne to steal? Uh they do it before
2: uh the second half begins.
0: Nope. They
2: do it before the first half begins.
0: <laughs> All right, Dwayne, would you <laughs> like They to, don't do that. Would you like to steal?
1: They do it at the 7 or the uh 25th minute.
2: Mm. Mm.
0: You're closer to Dan. No, they are done close,
2: close only counts on horseshoes and hand grenades.
0: Uh, well, I'm going to give Dwayne the point cuz he was way closer than you were cuz he needs it and he needs it. Uh so they do it at the 20 20th minute and 10 second mark which 20. which when they started when they started. There you go. I just got to figure I knew this was going to be I didn't
1: think about 20 minutes yeah. and 10 seconds. Maybe All
2: I'm right. usually watching the game that's why I don't see that. <laughs>
0: there you go. <laughs> you don't sit in the tons of Ben section that's why it doesn't happen to you.
2: I sit at the other end so I can overlook the most scenic view in the MLS stadium, the river. (laughs) I like to watch the ships go up and down.
0: (laughs) All right. This one is for uh, Dwayne. The Colorado Rapids came into the playoffs with the least amount of games of anyone this season. How many games did they play? 24. How many?
1: 24.
0: 24. They played the least amount of games this season. And your answer is 24. You can't make fun of him. <laughs> yes, I you're, can. You, you're the host. like 32.
2: Did Alex Trebek ever make fun of anybody? Come on. No,
0: but I'm not trying to imitate Alex Trebek. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, they played like 20, like what?
2: 30 games. Less than 30. Just This one team. How many games did they play? Yeah. 17. Alexa, how many games did they play? <laughs> Don't you have one of those things? All
0: okay. right. Uh, what, what's your final answer, Duane? Seventeen. Dan, would you like to steal?
2: Uh, I was going to say
0: sixteen. Ooh, uh, we're going to give it to Dwayne because he was closer. The, what? The uh, the real the correct answer is eighteen. Jesus. Yep. His first guess wasn't close. No, his first, first guess was pretty far. Listen, we're trying to we're trying to we are trying to keep the audience guessing to figure out who will win this game. Did I tell you, oh. you were playing? Oh, did I mention you're playing for a prize? Uh, no. Well, you're I playing for a I prize. Imagine. Okay. You're playing for a prize that you can give away to one of your teams. Great. So uh whoever wins will win a Philadelphia Union scarf. Oh, fantastic. And then Great. you can give out to whoever you want on your team. Awesome. All right. Question number nine. This one goes to Soccer Dan. Minnesota beat Sporting KC yesterday, 3-0. Who is Minnesota's top goal scorer this year? Oh, I know this too. Well, if Dan doesn't know it, you might get to steal. Dan, there's no looking it up. I'm not looking it up. Are you kidding? You would hear the the keystrokes. You'd hear the pigeon trying to ask Google. (laughs) <laughs> Is it Kamara? Uh, Dwayne, would you like to steal?
1: It's my boy I Molino call. that scored two goals yesterday.
0: Yeah, that's right. Kevin Molino. Kevin, Kevin Molino has uh, 13 goals in 21 games this year. Where'd he come from? Um, Trinidad. Oh. Yeah, he was he was cold yesterday. <laughs> yeah, put right that
1: park on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah. De- definitely puts he's trying to play with the parka under the jersey uh
1: why did I pick why did Minnesota
0: pick <laughs> all right Dan this is question number 10 we could potentially be in Turn. oh yeah this dwayne you could tie the game oh yeah let's go <laughs> you could tie the game man this was awesome all right dan or no dwayne sorry uh dwayne what team has scored the most amount of goals this year an MLS? Yep.
2: Or whatever you want. Yes, MLS. <laughs> Come on. Stay focused, my friend. Oh yeah, it is MLS trivia. Yeah, yeah. great, great. Um Probably wasn't Real Salt Lake. No, it wasn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh I'm thinking it's like a, it's a West Coast team.
0: Who is it? Who do we know? What do we what do we got? Uh,
1: what
2: do we got? We got Portland.
0: Portland, that's the right answer.
2: Dang it, I should have taken that one.
0: Let's go. Portland with 46 goals in 23 games. I was thinking, like, you know, San
2: Jose scored like 10 goals that one game. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all they did for the whole year.
0: All right. Oh, man. So we're now to the bonus question. Let's go. All right. Uh, Dan. You get the bonus question. All right, this is for the win, Dan. This is for all the marbles. Oh, jeez. All right. All right. Actually, we can we can actually stretch this. If if you get this right, Dwayne will get a follow-up bonus question. I got three bonus questions within the bonus question. <laughs> so we're good. We're good. We're good. Oh boy. All right. Dan. Yes. Who was the top goal scorer of the league in 2010, 2011, and 2012? Oh. Sebastian Latou. Sebastian <laughs> Latou. Is that your final answer? Um, you actually have to frame it in the form of a question. We're just changing up game shows on you. Uh, no
2: problem. Uh, 2010, 2011, 2012. Who is Sebastian Latou?
0: Who is Sebastian Latou is incorrect. Oh, dang it. All right, Dwayne, here you go for all the marbles right now.
1: I got two picks. I don't know who it is, though. You said, can can
0: you ask the question again? I can. Who was the top goal scorer of the league in 2010, 2011, and 2012?
1: Is it Robbie Keane?
0: Robbie Keane is incorrect. Oh, I wish you would have remembered. I this was a this was a DE soccer or D soccer podcast. Chris
1: Wondolowski.
0: Chris Wondolowski. It was my. It
1: was between Robbie Keane and Chris Wondolowski.
0: All right. So here's what we're gonna do. Then here's what we're gonna do. Well, here's here's how we'll break it up. Okay. So I'm gonna add up all three seasons, all three of his 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 years: 2010, 2011, 2012. Whoever gets closest to the amount of goals he scored in three years will win. All right. So uh, Dwayne, what's your what do you think he scored in three years? Go with 55. 36. 36 goals in three years? Yes. Okay. All right. Hold on. Let me let me do some quick math here because
1: quick number yeah, scored like sixty goals.
0: All right. What what, what did you say doing? Fifty five. Fifty five. Uh, Dan, what did you say? Thirty six. You said thirty six. All right. So the final answer. Okay. The final answer. I'm just double checking my math, just so I make sure I did it correctly. All right. The final answer is in 2010. He scored 18 goals. In 2016, he scored 16 goals. And in 2012, he scored 27 goals for a total of 61 goals in three years. Dwayne, you're the winner. Come back, Kate. Wait, in just the MLS League? Yep. Or
2: across all competitions? Just the MLS League. (laughs) Geez, did nobody play defense when they played him?
0: Hey, 27 goals
2: in one season?
0: Hey, he scored in the 90th minute as a 37 year old the other day. Why do you think he uh, was in the national
1: team? <laughs> there you go.
0: Yeah, for like a week. Hey, exactly. It still counts. We found out he wasn't good. You get that jersey, you still get the jersey, right? That's right. Man, all
2: twenty-seven right. goals in one sorry, season. Sorry, Dan. I'll give the I'll give the scarf to a player that we both share.
0: Mm. There you go.
2: All right. So it's like all right,
0: so Dwayne, you're the big winner. What man? What a comeback! What hey, a comeback man. from Dwayne! From being four, four, or no, five, five, nothing down.
1: It's like it's like Chad pulling you out the game, putting you on the bench, telling you you're never going to play again. Yeah. And then him saying, "Hey, I'm sorry, get back on the field." He <laughs> just got there for four <laughs> Yeah,
0: that's it. You just you got the halftime speech you needed.
1: So yeah, shout out to Chad Reed. You know all the influence and the halftime
2: speech, mean. the Motivator. <laughs>
0: the motivator. <laughs> there you go. All right, so player of the match. Uh, I'm going to go with Carlos Tevez for mine because he scored against uh, Inter from Brazil on Wednesday night. And underneath, he had a Boca jersey from 1981 that Maradona gave him. Um, and uh, it was a 1981 jersey when Boca beat River 3-0 under a downpour. Uh, and my dad was at that game as well. Yeah. So we were talking about that yesterday. So, hey boys. Yeah, yeah. Maradona scored an awesome goal from inside the box where he dribbled past the goalkeeper, got to the box, waited for the goalkeeper to get back, still dribbled around him and scored. Is there video evidence of this? There is. <laughs> I had to look Some that AD. up. <laughs> yeah, look that up. All right, Dwayne, who do you have as your player of the match? Players. Players yeah, of the um, match.
1: I'm going to go with my pick from last week, Boo. Beau. Beau. Boo? Boo? Beau. Gustavo Bo, Gustavo bow from the New England Revolution. Hey, right place to the right time, scores two goals. Right? Yeah. We were talking about his runs last week. Couldn't capitalize against the Union. Capitalizes against... Really play, I don't even remember who they played. Orlando. Doesn't matter. Two goals. Hey, he's on fire. I think they go into the final. I think it's going to be a revolution. And uh, actually, I really don't know who comes out the West. I honestly don't know, but I think the revolution goes to the final. Seattle. Game. I don't know. After that game yesterday, I really don't know.
0: And Bo had a big, um, a, a big, um, remembering for for uh, Maradona as well.
1: Yeah, he's the 30 year old Argentinian who's on fire, who's not going to make it to the national
0: team. No, no way, no. No shot, right? No, no shot.
1: And also want to give it out to Alvaro Morata, it up in the Champions League, man especially being on loan and his streaky performances, six goals and four starts. I mean, hey, score goals.
2: Did you go.
0: Soccer Dan, who's your player of the match?
2: So I pick Giroux from Chelsea. It's pretty impressive. He we went out well, yesterday, scored four goals. Um, I think he has struggled to find playing time somehow behind. Tammy Abraham mm-hmm. so it'd be pretty easy to, for him to be frustrated and not perform all that well and instead look you put in your second person and he's got to prove a point goes to my my point earlier like listen watch out for this the second team because those guys are all still they have quality in them That's right. and Drew goes puts four in does exactly what a striker needs to do well he's um, just got to get paid right that's it. Yeah, he's
1: getting about yesterday. like
0: bonus. okay
1: <laughs> yep. You don't get money for scoring the Europa League.
0: <laughs> <laughs> On this day in soccer history, back in 2011, uh, Boca Juniors, when undefeated for a, had a win streak, or had an, um, undefeated streak of 27 games, and won the Apertura 2011 uh tournament so they won the they won the the league that year or back in those days the league was split in half so they won that that half of the league um and well, you know what the interesting fact about that that league is doing well other than it's in, in two parts <laughs> oh yeah but um do you know who was playing in the second division that year
1: on um, the Argentinian league yeah. No, because the only team I know is Boca
0: Juniors. Okay. So River Plate, who is oh. the arch rival of Boca Juniors, that year was playing in the second division. So interesting fact, though, so in 2011, Boca Juniors was that on
1: performance or was that like
0: financial because oh performance, absolute performance. Terrible performance. And yeah. it's and it's not it's not an easy task to get relegated in Argentina because it's all based on averages on three C's on three years worth of like scores. So it's all, it's all matches played against results. So, so
1: you have to be bad for three years. Yeah. Pretty much.
0: Yep. Yeah. They're selling, <laughs>
1: They're
0: selling club. They were definitely something club that year. Um, so yeah. So that was on this day in soccer history. Fair play of the week. Uh, my fair play of the week goes out to all the teachers uh, everywhere, but specifically in Delaware. Uh, because I can't imagine what it's like to have to deal with all this hybrid, not hybrid, at home in school. Uh, you know all the craziness. Plus, uh, we have teachers in our within our club, Dan being one of them, and to still be able to um, coach and manage everything going on. Uh, the big big uh, credit goes out to all the teachers in our club and just in general. Um, that's so. very
2: nice of you, Sebastian.
0: Yeah. Thanks.
2: So we all appreciate it.
0: Thank you. I appreciate you, Dan.
2: Well, uh, I picked, I, I kind of had two, I was kind of following Dwayne's lead here. Um, so I picked our governor. You know, I think right now it has certainly not been a tough time. You know, as you said earlier, he is, Faced with some new decisions and has put out some new announcements recently with with the uh, rise in COVID cases, uh, not just throughout the country but in Delaware, and is still allowing sports teams to continue practicing. And it, it could have been pretty easy for him to to one shut that down. Um, and he's allowing teams to continue with the state tournament that we're in. Um yep. so it's it, it's pretty uh brave I guess for lack of better words to to stay with it when I know that there's some folks out there saying that he should shut it down but unfortunately you know, um he's allowing it to continue because I think the kids need to continue finding these avenues for stress relief um, you know, and, and as long as people keep wearing their masks and following protocols that have been laid out, hopefully we'll, we'll continue to, to be fine. Um, but that's, that's great. You know, after the election, he could have said, I'm going to make my own decisions and do whatever I want. Um, and it, it's nice that he's allowed us to keep on working with the kids in the community.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I forgot to, uh, This can't go without saying that Dwayne also gets a big shout out. Uh, While Dwayne might not specifically be a teacher, he does work at a school and he does serve an extremely important role. And this job can't be easy either having running an after-school program considering, again, you don't know if whether you're in school or not. Virtually? Virtually (laughs) after-school programs can't be easy. So, Dwayne, you're part of of this group. So, all right, Dwayne, who do you have as your fair play of the week?
1: We've a fair player of the week award to uh, Ernst Tanner and uh, Jim Curtin. Uh, watched their end of year press conference the other day. And just the amount of professionalism that they showed and kind of how they run their club and how they want to run the club for the best interest of all the parties. Um, it just pretty kind of inspiring and amazing how, you know, they're the top team. and They're like, hey, we're, we're the top team. We're going to lose our top player. But we're already looking at guys to bring in we're going to bring guys in. We might not tell you, like, we're not going to be like the NBA and say, Hey, we're going after this player. We're going to bring guys in that you might not know, but they'll be able to fill the spots and help us get better and keeping that transparency with the, the reporters. Also shout out to Matt Ralph. Yeah.
0: From, uh, brotherly love. Yep. Or brotherly game. Brotherly game. Brotherly Yeah. I'm, I was in that round table discussion with them. I, uh, felt not out of place, but it was definitely strange because I was not expecting it to be that deep of a conversation. And it was, and it was really cool. I really enjoyed it. Uh, so hopefully Matt will ask me or one of us to be on, on one of those roundtables again because that was really cool. So I'm waiting for that to come out at some point. Um, do you think, Dwayne, do you think their big signing is going to be Kevin Durant transitions from basketball to soccer?
1: Andre Consider- Blake might be out of a job. <laughs>
0: If Durantula comes in and is now the goalkeeper. Yeah,
1: it's like that's great super steroids. <laughs> That'd be pretty uh, cool. Like I would love to see.
0: State. I'd love to see at some point, you know how we talk about um, not specializing at youth sports. Could we not specialize in professional sports? Like when's the next time we're going to see a basketball player transition to become a soccer player? I'd love to see that. Hmm.
1: We could start a celebrity 5v5 league.
0: I mean, Steve Nash was probably the closest thing to it. Just yeah. because he, in general, Chad, played soccer. Chad he Johnson. played pickup soccer. Chad Johnson played for Kansas City in a scrimmage. Okay.
1: He went from football to soccer.
0: Yeah, I mean, Usain Bolt had a, had a trial in, in Australia and actually scored a goal in Australia. He was not very good, but he was fast. Um. So yeah, I would love to see that. I'd I'd love to see uh, LeBron kick a soccer ball.
1: Right, not be any air in it after he kicks it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are bringing some more Argentinians into the NBA this year, so there's at least one this year, and one that's gonna that got drafted that'll probably come in next year. So maybe we got some Argentinian blood going in. There's a couple of Spaniards, Ricky Rubio's in the league, you know. Maybe.
1: I mean, you got guys like Luka Doncic that played for Real Madrid, right? So. It's only a matter of time before like, it gets bigger and there's partnerships and yes, guys come go. up here for trials and residencies and all that good stuff. And- oh,
0: I would love to see it. I'd love to see it. That would be great. Well, uh, make sure you follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Delaware Union, on Instagram at Delaware Union Soccer, and on Twitter at DE Union Soccer. Uh, Soccer Dan, thanks so much for, for coming on the podcast today.
2: My pleasure. Thank you for having me. And again, thanks for the shout-out to the teachers. Um, we really appreciate it. Thanks. And You're again, man. good luck to all our high school players and coaches um in the state tournament. Yeah. Go get them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Let's uh let's let's bring another trophy in somehow. Even if it's not specifically ours, we'll still borrow it. <laughs> Why not? Right. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us this week. And remember, always receive the ball on your front foot.